Today is November 6th, 2022. You are listening to Star Wars Old Republic Radio, Tales of the Jedi. And we are here this week to talk about Ahsoka Tano. So last week was great. Great conversation. Love Dooku. But like always, we tend to kick people out. You know, we talk about them, talk about how much we love them, and then... They're gone. Kick like them, me! Kick them out the door. Oh. Like Ruby today. <laughs> which, we gotta explain that. Ruby is recording remotely, because she's sick. She got the plague. <laughs> which I feel bad, because well. we, we gave it to you last week when we, we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's not COVID. It's not the... No. Plague. No, it's just a cold, but we gave yeah. it to you when we recorded last week and now. <laughs> <laughs> Here you are. So anyway, she's recording with us over FaceTime, hence audio going on. It's not going to be a regular thing. She'll be back yes. next week if she can talk without coughing. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'll be back next week, most likely. I yeah. have a pretty strong immune system. To talk about Andor. I know we kicked him out, but we're ready for him to come back. These past few episodes yeah. of Andor? Yeah, I mean, not to oh get into gosh. it too much, but at the end, me and Sierra are, like, mind-blown. Like, oh whoa. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, yeah. So, anyway, Ahsoka, let's start out with just, what were you guys' thoughts of Ahsoka? Because I know we talked Amazing. about it last week. A masterpiece. Yeah. Really? Like, Dave Filoni? Baby Kanan! Yeah, Baby Kanan, which is huh? awesome because you just finished Rebels. Yes! <laughs> you're, you're, like, you need an award for how fast you're watching Star Wars shows. <laughs> so you shows. haven't even watched The Clone Wars before. What? Yeah. How many episodes of Andor are there? Uh, right now there's nine. It's been for, like, six weeks. There's yeah. nine now. It's been about <laughs> six weeks. So she's watched almost everything in a little over a month yeah remember when tales was coming out and we were talking about like if you would be able to finish the clone wars in time <laughs> but no he we were now at that point talking if you were going to finish rebels in time that either it says two okay that says two things about me that either i'm dedicated or i have no nothing to do <laughs> well and it's full <laughs> Plus, you've, you've been sick. Oh, that's true. So, what else do you do? <laughs> Cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was cool to see, like, small cameos in the episode 5 of Tales of the Jedi when Anakin's, like, running through the halls. And then, like you said, baby Kanan. But you see one of them is Master Amagundai. Which, have we ever told you about Dave, that? Like, that wait. <laughs> have we ever told you about him? No. Okay. Wait, what's his name? I'm a gun die. I'm a gonna die? I'm a gun die. It's like, I'm a gun, and the last name die. Right? Yeah. Okay. He was He's created by the creators of the Clone Wars, because he was only going to be in one episode of the Clone Wars, and he died in the end of that episode. <laughs> so they named him I'm a Gun Die. As they thought it was funny. Who nice. knew he would be back? <laughs> but we saw we saw that dude. Which That's, one was it? He's like in the back when 
I believe it's after Ahsoka Talking to was, <laughs> but after Ahsoka did her whole like you know beautiful display of droid simulations mm-hmm. and her and Anakin are talking I think it was either he was in that scene or it was when Anakin was running in when the episode started okay. it was it was one of those he was in the temple <laughs> I'm gonna <go> die <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah all of the episodes just the animation was just so beautiful too yeah mm-hmm. some it of was the just looked like it was painted yeah it did like there is some close-ups of like the grandma lady from the first episode first Ahsoka episode I don't know I don't even know how to pronounce her name or what she was, it was being Gantica, called right but... oh Gantica yeah Gantica Gantica Serial. Yeah. her what is the head part called like Montrose. the mantras and like yeah the... they you could like see the paint strokes yeah it was yeah, very I was... I, it was so pretty Mm-hmm. That's why I Very. Loved, I really feel like they really started that in Bad Batch. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bad Batch is like my favorite animation. Mm-hmm. Bad Batch is the beautiful animation. I feel like this is a <laughs> mix between Bad Batch and Rebels. Because like their movements and kind of like the rounded edges. Yeah. It's like yeah. They're, ta- they're taking the animation like, styles and just playing. Tales of the Jedi, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More obviously on the Clone Wars side, but Clone yeah. Wars Bad Batch. Yeah, I also I really really love the parallels that they were making between Ahsoka and her mom. Oh, dude! Like watching it for the yes. time today, I got I almost got chills. Like I'm kind of getting chills talking about it. But in the first episode with her mom fighting the the tiger thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Ahsoka fighting the the Inquisitor. Yeah. Just kind of how their demeanor were pretty much the same. My my protect switch turned on instantly. Exactly. And they just they, like, they just don't stop. Yeah. Did you notice that her mom kept making like Ahsoka facial expressions? Like when she first hears a noise, she does like this this thing with her face where it's like just this look of concern. Yeah. But I was like, that's Ahsoka's face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is so cool that they did that. Yeah. And then, and then Ahsoka's dad needs, like, a Father of the Year award, you know, how it started. Me and Sierra, you know, or it was two in the morning when we were watching it. It was the first episode. (laughs) And, you know, we're just so excited that we're watching Tales. And then he just comes running out shouting, you know, like, she's here, she's here, I'm so excited. And we're like, this father is just melting my heart. He's just, it's so cute. It kind of makes me think of what would Anakin's reaction have been. Oh, you, ha- you, had, you had to go there. I'm sorry. Oh, it was giving me, too, like, Mando and Grogu vibes. I, yeah, I thought the same thing, too. Kind of right, you know the scene when... Star Wars does baby. With the Rancor and Boba Fett, too. Oh, yeah. Um, That's true. The Rancor and the Mudhorn. Yeah. Yeah, but um, when Mando's just, like, saying Grogu's name and laughing, like, he's <laughs> responding, this is so cute. Yeah. I was just thinking of that scene while watching this show. Yeah. So cute. And then you see, like, newborn Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how the legend started. Right here in this 
beautiful village. So pretty. Baby Ahsoka is so cute. (laughs) I was really thrown off, though, because I said before, I think, like, they don't have ears, and I just didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You you watching this whole episode with this realization? Okay, who's cute? Literally. Grogu or Ahsoka? Those are, like, you're talking two different species here. Yeah, but I would say Ahsoka. I gotta say... Ahsoka was so cute because she just would not stop yeah. with the babbling. Yeah. I think Grogu gets more of his cuteness from his relationship with Mando. Yeah. I yeah. That is I mean, very he is true. adorable, but like... When you gotta compete with the, the little girl... Who's just smiling and babbling and laughing. Although, I do think Star Wars and everybody that works in it do need to work a little bit more on their baby animation. They could definitely <laughs> They're like improve. size, their baby size proportions. <laughs> I know, like, compared they to her mom, this kid is huge. Yeah. Also, Wait. like, her hands and feet are tiny, and her head is just really big. Yeah. Which kind of, like, proportions to an actual kid in some ways, depending on the kid, not wrong. Some kids are like that, which isn't a bad thing, but you know how there's like just, like just the way babies are proportioned, as they get taller, I don't know why, how we ended up here, but as they get taller, that's when they'll start to proportion from their baby to more toddler child. Maybe they made her proportion, they're like, nah, that's not right. Yeah, they need to keep that little rounded Ahsoka. I was going to say the exact same thing that I said about her mom, but then I realized I had already said it. (laughs) (laughs) I like how into tradition her mom is. Mm -hmm. You know, when even her dad is like, are you sure she's ready? And like, those are the ways of the old. And she's like, yeah, shut up. I'm going to go hunt. <laughs> and how it's like my the my older sister was watching it. We got her roped in to the Clone Wars and Rebels and all that fun stuff. But she was watching Tales and she's like she saw this as she's going hunting to feed the whole village. Mm-hmm. And the way she said it was she's like the whole village hears the first blaster shot and is like, Well, we're eating tonight <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> true. <laughs> Like, that was funny, but she also said, she's like, but then when they hear, like, the three other blaster shots, how yeah. instantly they all went out. Like, all of them were like, we have to go see something happened. Yeah. But, man. Well, I think because also her mom said is that we only take what we know we'll use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, obviously, I think everybody in that village kind of knew <laughs> Picture all of that. them, like, man. <laughs> She's going crazy. <laughs> yeah, we so they're probably like, her. we gotta go yeah. stop her. There were some like really. <laughs> you just. <laughs> I wish you so serious. Yeah, just like. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh man. There were. I think there were a lot of big lines that were dropped, that really changed Ahsoka's views. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, at Padme's funeral and her talk with Bale. Oh, yeah. When she said, when Bale's like, you shouldn't be here. 
why are you here? And when she says she was my friend, it was like, you know how they make like these reels on like TikTok or whatever of just like a bunch of sad lineup of just pictures or videos yes. set to sad music? That went through my head of just every episode yeah. of Clone Wars that they were Aww. in. She probably didn't even know she was pregnant. And yeah, because she was she left the order, comes back like what, and then that's so crazy to think now. Fast forward to Boba Fett when she's standing there with Luke, mm-hmm. you're like, wow! Like not that long ago, she was at Padme's funeral, and now she's standing with Padme and Anakin's son. And I really hope that um, she got to spend some time with Leia too. Because we haven't seen that on screen. But she just well, took off with Bail, I hope so. Probably, because Bail was the one to pick her up, too. Yeah. Well, I guess none of that ha- had happened yet. Yeah. Um, Wait. There was an Ahsoka novel, which is now becoming very less and less canon. Because in the book, they talked about how, how Ahsoka started, like, joined the Rebellion and came back into contact with Bail. But this was portrayed differently. So I think it's safe to say right now that Tales is way more accurate than the book. But it was very, like, the parallel, like, Ahsoka coming to this small village, helping out the farmers and stuff. That is... the Yeah, being Ashla is just this... What's the word? A parallel universe of the book. Just, like, very similar but different. It's, like, inspired by. Yeah really they went by they went off of that that's cool i don't i always knew there were like star wars books i just didn't know i guess they were that extensive yeah they can to be. reach ahsoka huh. which there was this one that someone was telling me about a few months ago because we were talking about tales of the jedi and he was like there was this count dooku book that you should read before watching tales and I never got a chance to do it. I don't know if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, but I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to do it sometime because he said there's an audio book version, which I do like audiobooks. So I might give mm-hmm. that a listen. Recommend. I mean, if you haven't listened to it, I recommend it too. <laughs> Let's all go listen to Count Dooku's tales. I, seeing for the first time Anakin again, in that animation mm-hmm. and just hit just the scene of him running just like those two seconds i was like <laughs> i yeah, got so excited exactly it just brings you right back to your like man this is the comfort zone <laughs> i feel oh, like that's my haircut <laughs> yeah, yeah. obi's haircut he had like an undercut and, a, <laughs> and then obi had a mullet yeah like what's up with obi because timeline wise he should have shaved that by now. <laughs> yeah, because um, in the Clone Wars movie, yeah, when Ahsoka first pops up, he went through a period of denial. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he like throws it out again. They're like, no, no, dude, cut it, cut it, please. It yeah. <laughs> He's like, fine. Oh, how that episode? I think it was episode five. The practice makes perfect. How that episode mm-hmm. progressed was. It was beautiful. It was, because even during the training, you know how she kept blacking out, and it's just so softly fades to black, then comes back in? The one scene when she blacks out and then comes to, and you had a time jump, 
They're like, that was cool. Me and yeah. Sierra, we were like, they still did it. They were, they kept doing it. Yeah. Oh. Even with how they portrayed Anakin in it too. He was, he was, he would always like stand behind the clones, let them do the work. But then you would get these scenes and shots of him where he would just kind of like be side eyeing and looked kind of like the bad guy. <laughs> the but then dude he had that knew. one scene, right? <laughs> but then, oh no, <laughs> you killed all the younglings. That line. Is that what you were gonna say? No. Oh. <laughs> no, he just he knew the future, and he's like, let's let's set this up. That line. It was. In the beginning, when he first had her start doing it, um, I can't remember. the best way I can protect you? That one? No, it was the one where he said, like, if you can. Oh, take on Rex Rex and the boys. Or the boys, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, you'll be ready for anything. Anything with a blaster, at least. But it was like, oh my gosh. Like, he literally saved her from Order 64. Yeah. Yeah. Anakin, because we kept saying, we're like, Anakin... Is the reason she survived Order 66. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. she so quickly got taken out, you know, her first time around trying it. Jesse took her out. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that scene where right after he shoots her, right before she totally blacks out, you see Jesse look over to Anakin like, I got her. (laughs) Uh, And also, um... When they're walking in, they're about to do, you know, the clones, All they circle around her. They're about to do that, and Anakin's like, okay, boys, set your blasters to stun. Yeah. And you see them all set it to stun. I was like, were they, what, preparing to shoot her? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so there were several lines. One of them is like, droids are predictable. I want you to be prepared for anything. Mm-hmm. He literally had everything in mind. He yeah. had everything. I mean, of course, he probably didn't have that in mind, but still. This in the unlikely event. Perfect. <laughs> in the unlikely event that the clones attack. <laughs> Sounds like something you would hear on, like, an airline. <laughs> in, the unli- in the unlikely <laughs> event that we need to make an emergency landing or a water landing. We'll the water landing? We'll be prepared this way. Yeah. No, but it reminds me when this is going to a Count Dooku episode. Uh, the Raxus one, Count Dooku says the Jedi, they seldom succumb to surprise attacks <laughs> unless it's someone that they trust. That's because they, they let their guard down. So it kind of that line, you know, you're thinking about Order 66 when all the clones turned on the Jedi or were forced to turn on the Jedi, I should say. And it's just like how much they trusted the clones and so that's that's why they all died is because they had they trusted them all with their life. David, silence <laughs> to reflect on this. Yeah, I definitely feel like, like we've all we've all heard about how Cody overcame the inhibitor chip by saying Obi Wan died from the fall when he obviously had worked with him. And he knew like Obi's awesome. He could live through that. Yeah. Um, so I think that this is another way that the rest of the clones in the 501st overcame the inhibitor chips was by circling Ahsoka like that because they knew, like, we practice this all the time. She can hold us off for a while. Yeah, to That's... try to make her escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they could have just come into the room and start shooting at her. But in 
season seven, Order 66 is declared, they circle around her mm-hmm. and then start shooting. You're like, whoa. Like, now it's so much more meaningful. Because mm-hmm. all of the clones, when they say, like, the ones that have had their inhibited chips taken out, they all say, like, I tried to fight it and stuff. So this yeah. is them <clears throat> fighting and successfully, you know, yeah. overcoming it. Mm-hmm. And also that ending scene with Ahsoka and Rex walking out the doors towards everybody else. And you can just see uh, in the distance all of their helmets are still painted for Ahsoka. Yeah. That was that was like one of the ugh. saddest scenes is when Ahsoka's at the graves, you know, and their oh helmets are painted. Yeah. And when they're shooting at her, trying to kill her, and they're still painted. Yeah. And the fact also that, like, oh, just her mom, too. Like, can you imagine being her mom and hearing about Order 66 and knowing her daughter is a Jedi? Yeah. And not knowing, because, like, who knows if Ahsoka ever went back right after that because that's not really a common thing for the jedi to do Mm-mm. because they're taken at such a such a young age they don't remember Unless they want to become like anakin <laughs> <laughs> yeah or- it's just like is that even a a thing they consider like maybe i'll go back home mm-hmm. and see see what's going back on the home front <laughs> or do they like even remember yeah exactly because there is that episode when Ahsoka is back on her home planet, the Zajirian arc, you know, and it's like, these are my people that are captured, but it mm-hmm. seems like it's the capital of the planet, not this quaint, yeah. adorable little village. So she goes back, so she knows, like, they're, they're somewhere around here, if the tiger didn't get them. <gasps> Which that, too, that is... Was- Because you see kind of, like, that whole episode and snippets in the trailer. So as you're watching, you (laughs) kind of know how it's going. Like, okay, the tiger's going to get her. She's going to tame the tiger. She's going to... Yeah. They're going to realize Ahsoka's a Jedi. But just watching it with the incredible... Music. Score. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was so oh good. Because <laughs> with Andor and Obi Wan, you're listening. I mean, Andor, there's nothing original about that. It's a, not. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I there's no original Star Wars music in Andor. It's all its own version of original. But then Obi Wan, you're kind of watching the whole time, and then the Imperial March comes in, you're like, oh! There it is. Like, I know that song. But this was so intertwined with different versions of Ahsoka's theme, the Clone Wars, like, the songs that are playing. You're like, oh, I remember when this song first played, when Ahsoka was first introduced in the Clone Wars. And just so much of that. Plus, it was mixed in with the new songs. Oh, my gosh. Like, the ending. Um, Oh, what was that one? When Ahsoka's riding back. I believe it's that one. When Ahsoka's riding back on the tiger. The song that's playing. Mm -hmm. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. That was just so good. So cute. So fitting to her village. I can't place what it is in my head right now, but I remember... I'm not about to sing it. (laughs) I remember, like, thinking, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the the ending of season two of Rebels. Just that... Just the beautiful soundtrack and also the burying the dead. Like, it has both those, like, impacts... 
Yeah. Because it's, it's the music, and then it's also when the music was played at that time. I gotta say... The time the music was played at. The, my favorite musical moment was in the final episode of Tales, when Ahsoka's mm-hmm. taking on the Inquisitor. Just how loud and how just incredible. And yeah. then even when Bale's like, are you sure you're ready to come back? Yes. How it's just like, wow. Yeah. This music is coming in strong. And there was barely any dialogue, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Ashley Eckstein... Especially Eckstein's, in the last episode. Ashley Eckstein comes back like, I got ten lines, yo. Yeah. Aw. Oh, but it was so worth it. It was. Yeah. The beginning of the last episode was so Oh, uh, they started strong with that with one, the too. The funeral. It hit... Oh, it my hit gosh. Seeing Padme in... Clone Wars, Wars animation. animation. Because you, cause you make a connection, like, oh, yeah, Padme in the movie and Padme in the Clone Wars. We all know she died because you see it in the movie, but to see it in that animation, you're like, yeah. wow, this is the Padme that we watched all through the Clone Wars. Dead. Yeah. And <laughs> even... <laughs> Have you no heart? <laughs> even seeing Bales and Mon Mothma... Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma's reaction to that too, because it yeah. gave a different perspective of her death than just seeing it impact, obviously her kids, but also Anakin mm-hmm. and what was left of the Jedi Council, I guess. Yeah. And then Rex, waiting mm. ship. <laughs> we all know Rex wanted to go, but he couldn't. Yeah, the dude can't go. He's a clone. <laughs> and he. He knew that and him, and Padme were married. Yeah. I mean, I would, like, Rex could have been the only one that knew they are married. Because, you know, Obi-Wan knew what was up. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he knew the extent of it till the Clone yeah. Wars ended. Yeah. But Rex, Rex is there like, oh, man. <laughs> this is so much to oh, keep to myself. It's horrible. I loved the, the scene with with Bale and Ahsoka talking mm-hmm. and then the the clone troopers come and find Bale and he's just he's talking to Ahsoka talking to the clones but mainly to Ahsoka mm-hmm. and it's like when you're ready you still have an obligation and a duty but when you're ready when you're not when he said if yeah. you ever need anything please let oh, me know and the clones like, are like yeah thank you senator you know what <laughs> The food they yeah. is horrible. <laughs> uh, no, I love how the clones just shrug at each other. Like, that was weird. This yeah. one's stricken by grief. <laughs> a little period of shock. But then just Ahsoka's reaction to that, too. Just like, Ugh, I know you're right. I know you're right that I have a duty and obligation, but I'm sad. Yeah, and you can see <laughs> Which... how much Bale cared about Ahsoka's... Yeah you know emotional state as well because Mm -hmm. he was pushing to get her back in and once she decided at the end of the episode that she wanted to pick up the fight again he asks are you sure you're ready yeah like just to double check because he cares because he's trying to get her in but is like i want to make sure that you're fully committed to this Mm -hmm. bail's just great um the parallel between like the dogs (laughs) <laughs> the cats on Lothal. Like how they're I insane. thought the same thing. Yeah. I was kidding, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, we were talking true. about that, too. Like, 
these are little puppies? Like, what? That Do they have any connection say. to the force? I know what you're going to say. You they look say. like the loath cats. Uh-huh. They're loath dogs. No, they're shilly dogs. <gasps> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the first time. Oh, dude. If we can't find any kangaroos to shoot. Someone was tired of <laughs> eating chili dogs one night. They're like, you know what? <laughs> anyway. If Ahsoka can't kill any kangaroos, then they eat the chili dogs. <laughs> you don't eat those. They're little pets. <laughs> but it's a chili dog. But it was cute how there were those little puppies just following around. Say but also... Going off what Sierra said, even how funny she may thought it was, uh, I did think it was interesting how, like, Ahsoka and the tiger, how they bonded, because they're, like, forced, they're, like, you're a living thing, I'm a living thing, we have a force bond, take me back to my home. <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminded me a lot of Ezra um, Bridger from Rebels. Mm-hmm. And how he had a connection a lot with different animals. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool to see it in that kind of yeah setting with Ahsoka, even as a little baby. Because all Jedi even have, like, connections with animals, some stronger than others. You know, because they all definitely lean towards a specific force ability. Ezra is just really good with animals. But all Jedi have that connection. And Ahsoka, even as a baby, can, you know make friends with this huge tiger in a matter of seconds because she's a baby she's cute who can resist that face i love though when the tiger's carrying her through the jungle through the jungle or whatever and she's just like chilling like well okay this is weird going on a walk okay then (laughs) so cute yeah but even when the tiger because you know everyone in the village is preparing to go back out and find ahsoka like, we're not going to stop until we find this tiger. Or maybe they're just going out even for revenge, you know? Let's go kill the tiger. Because who knows what they were thinking at that point, what happened to Ahsoka. But when the tiger comes back, none of them realize at first that Ahsoka is there. So they're all panicking. And then they see Ahsoka on the tiger. you got to think about for a minute, like, how confused they were. Like, she's riding it. <laughs> like, well, how did this happen? How did she and, get up there by herself? <laughs> how did this happen? We're smarter than this. And then, like, when the tiger's like, just totally tamed and allows Soko's mom to come up and grab her off, just, like, you know, bows down, like, you know, you're the boss here. And just how confused they are. And then they even ask, you know, the village... I want to call her the leader because she seems to be the leader or the chief or whatever. But, like, how can this be? And her fr- the first thing she says is she's a Jedi. And I like this stereotype that they have where they discover that she's Force-sensitive and they don't think, oh, she's a Sith, you know? they <laughs> Like, you stop and think how they just call her Jedi because at the time that is just so normal. And there's so many Jedi, and that's that's the that's good that there's so many Jedi, and mm-hmm. this is before the war. So I just I thought it was cool that they you know they give it a name instead of just oh she's she she has the Force you know the Jedi will come for her. They're like no she is a Jedi. 
I had another thought. <laughs> no, I, I had a thought, too. What's your oh, thought? Um, I liked... I saw, like, an Instagram, like, a parallel that somebody had saw, had made or something, and it was Ahsoka versus the Inquisitor and Obi-Wan versus Maul. And just, I think the caption was just how quick the fight ended showed how much Ahsoka and Obi-Wan had grown Yeah. in those years. So it, I just thought, like, those are the only two who ever stood a chance against Darth Vader as well. Yeah. So. They I, managed I like, to oh. take out the mask. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep, but Obi-Wan could only do it once. What? He could only face Vader once. Yeah. I mean, he kind of sacrificed himself. <laughs> he he kind of just no, stopped exactly. fighting. He could have kept going. He could have. Yeah. Have you seen that meme <laughs> where it's like, Obi-Wan fighting Darth Vader. Obi-Wan realizing if he died, he would never have to hear any of Anakin's comments ever again. And then it's him. <laughs> like I surrender, like no. I also wanted to point out. I feel like we keep using the word parallel, but it keeps. There are a lot of parallels. Working. The parallel between Dooku and Ahsoka, like how they were faced with similar decisions concerning like how they're starting to see the Jedi as like not completely perfect. The the Council, mm-hmm. um, but just how they handled it differently. Ahsoka left. Dooku. Yeah also left but he he looked for an answer in the sith Mm -hmm. whereas ahsoka was like i know the sith are you know Mm -hmm. you don't want to deal with the sith but the jedi right now aren't the answer either so she goes out on her own Mm -hmm. which is what dooku should have done and anakin struggled with that too like that's what the whole prequel series is about (laughs) yeah um yeah just how they're similar yeah I think that has something to do with the fact, too, that a lot of them, how they turn is they see, like, oh, if I'm not a Jedi, then I am a Sith. It's it's yeah, the absolutes, yeah. right? Yeah, even Obi-Wan. So, yeah. 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 And, but Ahsoka, she didn't see the absolute. She saw the in-between. <laughs> I love that. When Obi- I have to You're good. And Ruby is having a cough attack at this moment. I find it funny that when Obi-Wan says only a Sith deals in absolutes, that in itself is an absolute. <laughs> this is how it goes. <laughs> Obi-Wan. Oh my. What's Can happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Obi-Wan was used just the right amount in Tales of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. He comes in. What's his line? You're right on time. And how Anakin even later stole that line. He Mm -hmm. says it to Ahsoka as if, like, she couldn't have possibly heard that at Mm -hmm. all. And Anakin deep down was like, that was a good one. We could talk about how the clones... Yeah. How the clones... How the clones were there. The way she just lopped off the Inquisitor's head. Yeah, that was very cool. She's very cool now. Yeah, she did that so easy. She can go into the cool kids club. <laughs> Ezra's not allowed. That scene, though, with the music, you know, I know we talked about this, but the music is kind of, like starting to build up. The Inquisitor's like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Once he It sees, can't be. Yeah, once he sees that she just used the Force, he's he knows exactly who this is. Like, you're a mm-hmm. Sokotano. You're supposed to be dead. 
like this inquisitor is so much creepier looking than any other inquisitor i thought he was really cool i loved it i loved how dark and shady he looked and just like whoa who the heck is this guy also there's something to be said that like maybe that has a deeper meaning because dude's head like once it was chopped off it literally deflated yeah like, a balloon. like that's the first because you know when some jedi die how they blow away mm-hmm. no they, they disappear <laughs> he, dis- away. he disappeared he, he he literally it literally made a yeah sound he was pretending to be a inquisitor but he was really a jedi and he just wanted ahsoka to come before he got a chance to say that she's like and then yeah and he, he killed really everyone in the village but two people for what he, reason? Because that scene, like, for some reason, are bad. Every time they get a Jedi, they get a report them. <laughs> so you kill everyone but the one who actually reported Ahsoka. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch Phineas and Ferb? Oh yeah. You know Balloony? No. Balloony. Balloony, literally a balloon. I know. Uh, Doctor Doofus Oh, okay. Well, I that think I might. someone will get that. <laughs> For some reason, the Inquisitor reminded me of Balloony when they, when he got his head chopped off. I remember watching Phineas and Ferb when I was like really little, but I was never I never like watched all of it. You it's know, the best. I feel like it was a lot of rewatching the same episodes because that's yeah. just something you do as a kid for some reason. Well, that and I would watch it on Disney Channel, so it would just be a bunch of reruns. Oh, good times! I remember those days. <laughs> Now we have Disney Plus. Yeah, all access. <laughs> but yeah, what is this like a subtle opening to some new Star Wars thing that can happen? Is Sith can disappear as well? I literally just thought that was just his head. Yeah, oh, just his head. Like, I figured he was like, oh, maybe he's like a droid or something and his head is just inflatable. His head. I didn't know. We'll come I back didn't to know. haunt you. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know what was maybe up with it that. is something I, I I actually don't know anything about this inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Uh That's the thing is no none of us he's a new inquisitor. Okay. That we know of up to this point. So maybe cuz thinking thinking back on it it is kind of poetic kind of how Ahsoka kind of like defeats the inquisitor, defeats the bad guy. She's back. Her fears of war are deflated just like his head <laughs> that was very poetic until you said just like his head <laughs> i feel like deflated was i had balloon. to throw i had to throw a little i heard the sound you know when you blow up a balloon but then you pinch the edges and it makes like that high pitch mm-hmm. noise that's what i hear every time you say deflate yes that's what i, I mean hear a balloon because <laughs> that's literally what happened to his head yeah it makes that sound and everything. Or maybe it was like kind of like a, a grievous situation to where you really only have your eyeballs. <laughs> also, that reminds me. In the beginning of the episode, like the very, very beginning, and you know how it, it says Star Wars, and then it goes through all the different heads and stuff. Yeah. On Disney+. Plus, they Do they change for each show? Yeah. Because I saw Chopper, little Chopper, in the Ahsoka one, and then, 
like for Mando and Boba, they were all different. I just think that's cool. Very, yeah, very cool to like. That's why I like watching the new Star Wars shows because it's kind of that's part of the excitement. Like, who's up here now? This is random, but in episode six, the finale of Tales, the scene when Ahsoka just finished talking to Bale and it's when she's going down to, you know, catch up with Rex, the way she jumps off the balcony, she's like a bat. <laughs> She's like Batman. Literally, that's what it looks Bat-soka. like. Batsoka. Like, what's going on? Same thing. This is Batsoka yeah. here. <laughs> but anyway, this was a great show. It was. Thoroughly I hope, pleased. I hope they continue to do stuff like that with different people. Like, yeah. I would love to see a Kanan Jarrus one. Oh, that'd be so cool. I've heard they're doing a Tales season two. Is that a thing? Or am I just making stuff up i can see it's very likely that it'll be renewed yeah we can expect it in 20 24 25 it has a lot of positive feedback i mean it was it was amazing (laughs) welcomed with open arms yeah reception Reception. yeah yeah right yeah yeah but yeah this was great it was it was really good because andor I know we talked about we really like how it's stepping away from like Star Wars, but mm-hmm. this is just saturated. Yeah, of the Jedi. So it's great to. <laughs> it's very nostalgic. Having this Andor, totally. I'm picturing a dry river for some reason. Is Andor when it comes to how closely related mm-hmm. to Star Wars is? The Tales of the Jedi is a flood of Star Wars. It is. Yeah. What were you saying? <laughs> I don't think they've mentioned the Jedi at all. They don't. Yeah. Well, because... I don't think they've even said anything about it. Did he mention it with the Kyber? No. No, there hasn't been a single reference to Jedi. Which is a thing, because you know in Mando, by the finale, you know, they're talking about Jedi and this, and you're like, kind of like, oh, here it is, and we're back. Yeah. Who knows? Andor might not even do this. You know, but it might, as it gets closer to him joining the Rebellion, like, who knows if they're just setting us up for a big shock, or... The Jedi just, they probably think they're all just extinct, because the Jedi aren't roaming free right now. Yeah, especially for someone like Cassian, who is just your average mercenary living on Ferrix, well, now in prison, (laughs) you just hear, oh, I heard about the Jedi, you know, they were a thing. Oh, no. But yeah. they're gone now. It was a sequel quote. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> How dare <laughs> you? How dare uh... you? But yeah, who knows? Either we're set, we're being set up for something so surprising, or Andor's going to end and we're like, wow, they did not talk about <laughs> anything else with Star Wars. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of like Rebels, how it's all building up to this huge, huge climax. Yeah. But... Plus, I guess that climax would be Rogue One, but yeah. Plus, I guess for Cassian, um, but Andor already has you know a second season confirmed, so they don't yeah. have to do anything with this <laughs> season because they know there's another <laughs> one. Probably gonna leave it off on a cliffhanger. Probably. I would allow that. I would sue. Season one end. It, oh, Dark Saber. Yep. Yeah. Dark Saber. Uh, season one. Yeah. Yeah. 
it ended Season with, one didn't end with... Oh, yes, it did. Yeah, because Moff Gideon was like, I live. <laughs> yeah, I live. <laughs> and I got a Darksaber in my hand. Which Everyone's like, how did he get the Darksaber at that point? Man? So good. And me like, ooh, Black Lightsaber. <laughs> black Lightsaber. No, Dark. Yep, Darksaber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we will be back next week. We'll be back with Andor. Back to the regular. Got back a... to the beginning. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot to say about these these last two episodes, which next week it'll be three episodes to review. Which they so far these two are tying together really nicely. Makes for great conversation. We'll see what this next week it actually what this week's episode has in store. I have a feeling it's gonna be great. Every episode is really great. So that wraps up our Tales of the Jedi review. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us five stars. And if you got time, write a review. They really, really help out the podcast. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Talk to y'all next week.